This is Pastor Kyle Giddens. Uh, welcome to the podcast. This is another edition of uh, Godly Parenting. Uh, today we're going to be dealing with the issue of college students. Uh, both of my children are, are now in college, and uh, things certainly change uh, when, you, when your kids get there. And I'm going to give you uh, just a few principles, ideas that, that maybe will help guide you and uh, may, maybe uh, answer some questions for you. And, and the first thing I, I want to say is when you when you have a, a child that's in college, you need to remember that you're still their parents. Uh, God gave them to you as your children. They'll always be your children. They, they haven't stopped being your children. You haven't stopped being their parents because they're now in college. Now, if they still live in your home, and, and they probably do, at least part-time, you need to remind them that there are still rules in your home. Uh, there are still expectations in your home. It doesn't matter how old they are. If they're living in your home, it's your home. It's your room that they're actually living in, where their stuff is. And because of that, there's still expectations. Now, I've said before um, that my family is a very sarcastic family, and sarcasm works for us. Sarcasm does not work for everyone. It doesn't work for, for all families. It, it works uh, for us, though. And I remember uh, once uh, when my son started college, and uh, he was 18 now. He was uh, an adult by the law. And uh, it got to where uh, we weren't seeing him a whole lot. He would just kind of come in, and he would eat, and he would uh, do his thing, go to sleep, and then, then he would leave, and he would come in at, at different times. And, and one day I, I grabbed him and I said, Look, we're not a homeless shelter. You don't just come in here and eat and go to bed and get up and leave and come back and, and do the same thing over and over. We're, we're a home. We're, we're a family. And and you need to remember that. And I think that's an important thing to teach your kids, that once they grow up, your house isn't a homeless shelter. It's not just a place for them to come and sleep and eat uh, and have their clothes washed. Um you want to treat them like they're an adult, but they're required to do the same. And no adult would do anything like that. A mature adult wouldn't just walk into someone's house where they live there and then just eat their food and sleep in their room and have someone wash their clothes. They wouldn't do that. You need to remember that you're still their parents and you can tell them things. You can say, hey, this is the way we live in my house. It doesn't matter that they're an adult. You're still the parents. They're still the children and they're living in your home. So it's okay to let them know that there are still rules that everyone in the house is uh, is obligated to keep if, if they live in that home. The second thing that, that, that I'd like you to think about is uh, when your kid goes off to college, you're not surrendering your child to the world. I know it may feel like it. You may think, oh my goodness, my kid, here he goes, the world's going to get him. Now, honestly, if he's going to a secular university, there are professors who would love to destroy his or her faith. That That's for sure. But remember, you're not surrendering your child to the world. The greatest thing you can do is is pray for them. Pray for their spiritual health. Pray for them physically, emotionally. Uh, um, pray for their mind as they as they learn new subjects and learn them in a deeper way. Pray for your kids. It doesn't matter where your kids are. You can always pray for them. And and 
keep sharing with your kids, sharing the Word of God with them, sharing uh, what you're learning in Scripture, what's happening at, at your church, uh, preparing them uh, for, for a world, uh, a school. Most of these kids are, are, are going to secular universities probably uh, that may not share the same faith that, that, that they were brought up with. Um, and, and let them know that you expect them to live the Christian faith. You expect them, if, if they're a Christian, to be an example to this university that they're heading to. I, I, I say this because I think that sometimes, and I see this in moms a lot, that it becomes such an emotional thing. When, when your child grows up and moves out to a dorm room or moves to a different city, you're not surrendering your child to the world. You can still pray for that child. You can still share with that child. You're not surrendering them to the world. Now, this next next thing I want to share is, is really important with, with college-age uh, students. Uh, remember that freedom reveals more than it creates. Freedom reveals more than it creates. Uh, what I mean by that is, um, God forbid, if your child uh, goes off to college Uh, and all of a sudden they leave morality and the church behind. Uh, You should never comfort yourself with the idea, oh, it's just a phase. Oh, this is what college kids do. Everybody does this. Uh, That's not what the Word of God teaches. The Word of God doesn't teach that God gives this uh, this grace period between the ages of 18 and 22 where a person can do what they want to do and, and it doesn't have any impact on them at all. No, no, not at all. Uh, the Scripture is clear that our actions reveal whether or not we have faith in Christ or not. And so remember that this time when your child goes off to college is is really... Uh, an eye-opening time for you and and for your child as well, because freedom will always reveal what is actually going on inside of a person's life more than it will create anything. I remember this when I was in prison ministry for many years, and and these guys would just swear up and down that their salvation was real and it was true. And as soon as they would get out of prison, not all of them, but sad to say most of them, they would return immediately to, to the sinfulness uh, that that introduced them to prison in the first place. And I know that's probably a bad analogy. Maybe you don't want to use think about that analogy with your own kid, but, but the point is still the same. Freedom reveals more than it creates. And so this could be a positive thing. Your kid goes out there and goes to college, and your, your child, she just lives for Christ and loves the Lord. What an encouraging thing that is. That gives you great comfort that they weren't living for Christ for you. They were living for Christ for Christ. Uh, that brings us to, to the fourth principle that I want to share with you, uh, and it's this. You should have difficult discussions with your children. Uh, these discussions should have already been had uh, before they leave, but if you haven't had those discussions yet, I, I want to encourage you to sit your kids down and, and have these discussions. Now, these are discussions that are for uh, for older children, uh, you know, when they're in their teens, at, at least, you want to wait to have these discussions. But we have had these discussions with our kids. We have, we have had the discussions of uh, what happens if, if uh, one of our children uh, decided that they wanted to be a homosexual. Uh, what, what would happen if one of our children decided that they wanted to live with someone they weren't married to? Or if they wanted to um, have a sexual relationship outside of marriage? 
or uh, what would happen if, if one of them decided that they wanted to marry somebody who was of a different faith than the Christian faith or wasn't a Christian at all. We've already had those conversations with our kids, so our kids know exactly how we would respond to those situations, and they know that that because of our understanding of Scripture and because of our own conscience, we could not approve of this type of behavior. Therefore, we could not let this type of behavior in our home. Uh, we just couldn't do it. It's not that we don't love them and, and love whoever that they might be with, um, but it's a conviction that we have because of our understanding of, of Scripture. Now is the time to have those conversations with your kids because if, if they, God forbid, decide to live in some sort of uh, sexual sin, uh, you don't want to then be bringing them together to tell them how you're going to respond to it. There are other discussions that you can have with your children that are difficult as well. I just wanted to kind of highlight those because those are pretty big ones uh, that a lot of families uh, deal with. Uh, have those discussions with your children now and have them in, in a biblical way in a humble way, showing them what Scripture says, showing them what your uh, reasons for having these convictions are, and it's going to help you out in, in, in the long run. Number five, uh, remember that, that your kids need to know the consequences of an undisciplined life. They're, they're adults now, and if they don't have a disciplined life, man, life is going to be tough. And you can't continue to bail your kids out. You can't continue to make excuses for the bad behavior of your children. If you are your child's savior, you're setting them up for failure because one day you're going to die and you won't rise from the dead because you're not Jesus and I'm not Jesus. So if you set yourself up as your child's savior, just know that you're setting them up for failure because you're not going to always be there and you're certainly not in every place at all times like, like the real savior is. And so you really, really need to make sure that you're allowing your child to grow up, allowing your child to take responsibility for, for their, for, for themselves. Um, and to, to really ask yourself and, and ask your, your kids, hey, what do we need to see in you right now? You're, you're 18, and that's great, but, but what did you have to do to get to be 18? All you had to do to get to be 18 was not die. Most people do that. Most, most people don't die but between birth and age 18. So making it to 18 is not a difficult thing to do at all. And so you need to let your child understand, now we really do need to start seeing some things in you that make us uh, think that you are actually an adult. Uh, we need to see you mature in how you deal with other adults. You're an adult now. That means that the way you talk to other adults should change. That, that means that when we're driving down the road, if there are adults in the car, everyone's talking to each other. Um, kids normally are sitting on their phones or they're playing around or listening to music or something like that and, and just ignoring everybody. That's not a mature thing to do. You need to have the conversation with, hey, you, you need to be speaking with adults in, in adult ways. Uh, you need to have a work ethic. Uh, and I think it's really sad that a lot of kids have never worked. 
they turn 18 and they've never held a job and and that 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 kind of scares me because i wonder hey what type of work ethic are, are these kids going to have even if you're filthy rich your kid needs to start working your kid needs to understand what it's like to have someone else depending on them to go and to show up and to work with others and to to earn an honest living and if your child can't keep a job, that's not a good sign. And especially if your child's a young man. If your child can't keep a job, that is not a good sign of being a mature person. And then the other thing is you need to start seeing financial responsibility uh, in your children. Your children need to know, have their own bank account. They need to know how to balance their checkbook. They need to know how to pay bills. And they need to understand that they have certain bills. Even if you can afford to pay these bills for your kids, you need to allow your children to pay bills. You know, we, we make our children pay for for their vehicle insurance both of their vehicles are, are paid for um but but we make them pay for their insurance uh my son has has paid his way through college and and has no debt he's worked a job and and we we could have helped him more than we did uh but there's just a conviction in us that that our kids they, they need to have some financial responsibility they need to understand that things are not given to them in life that that things cost money and if you feel bad making your kid pay for insurance or whatever make your kid pay for it and then put it back in a in, in a fund somewhere and then when college is over give that money to them that's something you can do because at least during that time you're teaching them uh, some type of financial responsibility. Again, if your kid graduates college and and they've never worked a job and they've never known what it's like to be financially responsible, uh, I don't know how it's going to be for them. Life's going to be tough for them. Uh, so you want to see this. Let them know. I want to see in you a maturity in how you deal with other adults. I want to see you have a good work ethic. I want to see you uh, understand how to be financially responsible. And the most important thing, obviously, is you want to see Christ in them. You, you want to see where your child is in the faith. And, and it's not going to be hard to see that. Uh, three things here. First of all, look at your child's friends. Now, obviously, we should all have friends who aren't saved. We should have friends that we're trying to win to the Lord. But uh, the friends that we spend the most time with, look at those friends. Are these are these friends who have a have a good testimony of Christ? Are these friends who take the Word of God and, and church seriously? Uh, look, look at your child's friends. Uh, look at your child's choices. Are they continuing to make unchrist-like choices? Or are they making choices that are that are immoral, or are your or is your child making choices that that are that are Christ-like and they're righteous? And then church attendance, um, you know, college. I kind of said this at the beginning, but but there's no pass. There's no pass. It doesn't matter how old you are. If your child's off at college, they can still be in church. And and just looking at your child and seeing what effort have they put forth to find a a word-centered church and to be a part of that church. Because if they haven't, if they only come to church when they come home with you on, on the weekends or whenever, that's that's not a good sign. They need to 
have a desire for church in their heart. And so if, if you see that, that they're making friends that are Christians and love the Lord, if, if you see that they're making choices that, that are Christ-like and they're involved with church, that's going to encourage you. You're going to, you're going to think to yourself, praise God, my, my little girl loves the Lord, or my son is going to be a, a great man of God. But I will really look for those things in your child. Grades are important in college. They are important. But remember, what's more important than grades is where your child is in the Lord. That's the most important thing. And so even more than looking at their uh, their grades for, for each semester, man, I'm looking at the friends they're making. I'm look at the, looking at the choices they're making. I'm looking at, at, at the church attendance. Because I know that if they're living their life for Christ, all those other things – those things are going to fall in into place. So there's just a few little things there. Um, remember, you're still their parents. Remember, you're not surrendering surrendering them to the to the world. Uh, remember that freedom reveals more than it creates. Um, have those difficult discussions with your kids, and remember that they need to know the consequences of an undisciplined life, and that means that you can't bail them out every time they make a, a mistake. I hope this helps helps you. I'm still in the process of trying to get my kids through college, uh, but until next time, uh, this is Pastor Kyle Giddens, uh, and I uh, look forward to, to speaking to you again in the future. God bless.